On this episode of Black Educated and Broke, we're talking state representatives and racism. I got your Melanin News update, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chicago PD, and an update on Sadie Roberts-Joseth. I'm talking ice cream and cakey cake. And this week, we also have a special guest, HBCU Summerfest is in the building. So tune in, turn it up, tell somebody else you listen to Black Educated and Broke. Okay, we ready. Yeah, we ready. And I'm back at it like a crack addict. What? Yeah, you don't know that right. I don't because I don't even know what you've been talking about. We don't do drugs here on Black Educated and Broke. But y'all do them in Texas, boy. Well, you right out, right in, right in, was it Portland? That's, that's, that's the first place I saw a Mexican crackhead when I was what? in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But, I ran it from Port Arthur. <laughs> no, nah, she, she ain't G enough. Excuse she ain't me. throwed enough. Let All me right. say that. Okay. She ain't trill enough to be from Port Arthur. Sir, oh, okay. plural enough. Thank you. Flower we have guests. We have guests. Shoot, he from the A. He know how it go. No, he doesn't know how it goes here. Please. Shout out man. to Ron for filling in for me. I'm back. Oh, 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 so oh, good to be what? back. Shout out to Ron. Yes, you the cab County. in the building. I forgot, I forgot you wasn't here. <laughs> I just forgot you wasn't even. And by the laughs of my co-host, no. they I also did. forgot you weren't here, Ron. Because I did the news. I see you every day. I did the news. I did the news. You did. That's why. And we appreciate your Melanin News update, Mike B. But anyway, we're going to jump right into it, guys. We've been having so much fun on the show so far. And we are now at the point where we have our special guest who's going to let us know what's going on with the HBCU Summer Fest. So let me tell you about his bio, y'all. You know, he done done a couple things. Here we go. Jeff Lipscomb. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Ooh. Is a graduate <laughs> of Tennessee State University with a degree in mass communication. He is the co-founder of JRENT and founder of JL Senior Foundation in honor of his late father, Jeffrey Lipscomb Sr. His passion for HBCUs and giving back to the community helped him birth and co-create one of the ultimate HBCU events, which is HBCU Summerfest. The goal of HBCU Summerfest is to reach all age demographics targeting high school students, current HBCU students, and alums spread throughout the nation. HBCU Summerfest is for those HBCU alums like myself, Q, what's up, Maya, you know, who can't wait until homecoming or parents who want their kids to experience the HBCU life without interfering with the school year. HBCU Summerfest is a series of fundraising events for scholarships and programming under the Educate Me Foundation Incorporation. The events are catered to aspiring students, current students and alumni of HBCUs to showcase the relevancy and importance of historically black colleges and universities. Y'all, let's make some noise for Jeff Lipscomb. What up, Jeff? Welcome in. You know what's crazy is that is verbatim off the Eve right. Yeah. Yeah. I read it. I I said, this is kind of long. That's exactly what was on there. That's dope. A pleasure to have you. Man, appreciate y'all for having me. As HBCU alum, man, I I had to support it. When I found it, I actually told my team about it. Like, hey, we need to check this out. I think I saw y'all sponsor on Instagram, and we're looking for, like, media. Mm -hmm. Of course, we didn't submit for anything like that, but I figured it'd be a great opportunity to at least have y'all on and at least understand what's going on in Atlanta. Yeah, man. Um, This is our third year. I started off, again, two years ago, so this is actually third annual. And the whole vision and goal behind of it was I uh, I always wanted to create something that was going to have some longevity behind it and ultimately be big. Like, I mean, the people that are supporting it now are not going to – they're going to be the ones to tell the stories about how it progressed through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole thing of it was, and again, I, I reached out to my, my, my frat brother, my little brother. Frat? Uh, yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I didn't add that in the bio. Uh-uh, <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? Um, I'm a, uh, I'm a Kappa. Oh, hey, Nip Freddie don't even like Kappa. Okay, I mean, I love Omegas more, but I do. Okay. Cut it out. So I reached out to him, and um, we, me, me and Blake, Blake Nathan, who's the founder of uh, Educate Me Foundation, we did uh, this big spring break trip in undergrad. We were like 19 and 20. And it was Christmas break, and I, he hit me up like, let's do a spring break trip. And I was like, all right, you know, I always just be down to take risks. And we didn't have, we had zero, we had zero dollars. Uh, at the time, I was doing parties on the campus, so I knew that I could get Tennessee State. Yeah. I mean, I knew I did. Nice. Any school I can get, I can get Tennessee State. So this was like November. So we made the event break and had nothing booked and just put it up. And then before January came, 
we had about 600 students. Dang. That's paid. Who, paid, who paid for tickets. Yeah. So at that point, you had it was, to do it. Okay, we got to plan something. <laughs> that shit was going to turn out like Fire Festival in the Bahamas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So uh, we, 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 we came up with a team. Um, of course, the whole team from Tennessee State University. And uh, we ran into a lot of different, like, a lot of crazy stuff. Like, uh, Hampton University had about 200 students to buy tickets. And wow. They started saying it was fraud because they didn't see anything. Because, again, we had nothing planned. So we were like, once we start seeing this money in the account, we like, oh, man, we got to plan something. Um, so Panama City was was was, was, was the place. Oh, man. Uh, Blake, the logistics and, 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 and numbers guy behind everything. We, we put seven buses. We had, I'm, I'm talking about, we had to route them from... All the way from Hampton to, to, to Panama, from Florida to Stockton, Georgia. It was crazy. And um, came together with a team. So with all the fraud stuff that they were saying about us in Hampton, we decided to drive from Tennessee State to Hampton. Oh. And all right. break the ice. So I didn't personally go, but my team went. They drove up. We, we, we rented like three cars, went up, made them say, this is not fake. This is going to happen. So it happened. Uh, I'm talking about 19 and 20. We saw a lot of money, and now we didn't profit a lot of money. <laughs> we saw a lot of money because we did have a lot of little learning experiences. Uh, but we pulled it off. We took 700 students to Panama City, wow. and we took them to Panama City, and we pulled it off. So, came back to him about five years later, and I was like, "Man, I got an idea." Be similar to the Greek picnic, but Greeks are big. But imagine if we can get all universities to come get a tent at a park, go crazy. Yeah. So we sat on it. We just we kept going. Whatever. Maybe two years after that, Blake called me. Was like, I got it. Similar to the spring break. I'm like, it's good. He was like, I want to do your event. I want to partner with you. I got the 501 513C. Oh yeah. Uh, you you got the you got the the plan, the vision, but let's make this about scholarships, donations, giving back, and bridging. And I was like, cool. And again, that's just me. I'm like, I'm not scared to take no risk, period. So I'm like, let's do it. Let's make it big. He's like, let's do it in Atlanta. I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, who 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 don't want to travel to Atlanta? Yeah. Um, he was like, uh, and you got all the clubs on lock. This, at this time, I had been home. I had been back home uh, maybe about two and a half years because when I finished my master's, I moved home. Not after my first degree. My second degree, I moved home. So I came back home, and I started working, and I was like, uh, I'm going to branch my company from Nashville here. And for me, it was like, I'm from here. Um, I know I can do this. I'm from here. So I did a welcome home party. Welcome home party went crazy. I'm like, okay, it's time. So at that point, uh, we put the plan together. Year one, we were thinking Greek picnic at year 10. Yeah. We had about 15 different events with 10 people. Oh, yeah. And it was like, we, we were t- how can we all be at all these events? How can we all do these events successful year one? But, again, we pulled it off. It was like we still going to save face. Uh, we had some things that happened where we had to change venues, like, weekend of. Yep. Like, stuff like that. So, it was all I don't know about one. one black event or weekend that don't have that stuff happen. So that happened. still be successful. So, that right. happened. By Saturday, I'm like, man, I ain't doing this again that shit. I'm tired. It's too hot. It's crazy. Like, people quitting on us. Whatever. We, we, we having to refund people. You know, the, the stuff you go through when stuff don't go how people wanted to go yeah. when they spend 10 bucks. Like, they making it seem like they spent $10,000. Yeah. Reason, like, man, you spent 10 bucks and it's, a, and, and it's a scholarship and we yeah. and we giving back, but people don't understand Black that. folks, they understand. They don't care. Right. That's the so, difference. <laughs> this was done. No sponsors. Minimal. Bl- we might have had maybe 10 vendors, but we had to refund all of them because it wasn't a lot of people to show up. Yeah. yeah. So... We, we took a pause for about a couple months. Everybody was like like a team that went to the championship and lost. Like uh, like a team that went to the championship 
or the finals and got swept, we like, we ain't talking for two weeks. We like, we like, man, I ain't talking to y'all for like two, three weeks. I got on the phone with Black. I'm like, let's run it. Year two. Year two came around. We start. We, we did a little stuff, a little better. Little, no. But this year we got some sponsors. We got a better venue for the thing. Piedmont Park, where it's, you know where it's going down this year. We had BET sponsor it. Um, we had like 2025 uh, HBCU for the college fair. We had we we knocked off so many events because that year one it was like three events per day. It was yeah. just crazy. So came down a little bit and it was it was it was successful. You know it wasn't it wasn't you know the goal, but as far as where we want to go, but it was progress. We, we we progressed and we saw we saw the growth. So. Um, this year, <laughs> uh, we came back, you know, same core, um, and we're, we're, we're still like juggling, trying to get that one big sponsor. Yeah. And that's why, that's why it's so important to come to, you know, shows and podcasts like yes. this because people really don't understand the vision yeah. and they don't respect the vision until they really hear what you had to go through. So I, how we look at it, me and Blake, we're looking at it like. This is just year three. It's kind of like, it's kind of like starting a new job. This is just year. This just just this this equivalent to being three months on the job. Yeah. And for us, we know what we're gonna be able to pull off, especially with Blake moving back to the city. Now we'll be able to work on this thing 365 versus 180. Yeah. Um. And we just see the we see where it's gonna go because of the vision. And the vision of it is, um, is to. And make sure that people know as much as possible about HBCUs, other than we party, other than uh, you know, you know the stereotypes you hear about HBCUs. But oh, they're all ex- true. Trust and believe. Definitely. I had a good time. They I had a ball, and I don't regret. But I wouldn't trade anything. Exactly. For not and one, I'm so glad one day that I went to my HBCU, and 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 it's and I'm sure everybody that have their reasons why they're so glad yeah. why they went to their HBCUs, but. I, I oftentimes tell people like, you, I can go down from class to the yard to Greeks yeah. and tell you something about somebody in any organization what they doing, and that's what that's what people need to hear more about yeah. HBCUs like success stories. Yeah, because we doing it too. That's we right. doing it too, and we had a different, a totally different route. I know I did. Yeah. I mean, it took me. 10, 12 years to even get where I want to be and I'm still not where I want to be but it took me that long but my brother um, for example he went on tour he works for Grand Hustle he went on tour um, with Tip last summer maybe two summers ago and they were asking him every they went on like a 40 city tour and every city he went to he went to Tennessee State too every city he went to he had somebody that he can give five tickets to and they were like Wow, how, how do you know people in all these different places? It's all about your HBCU, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's that's one thing that I cherish the most about HBCU. It's a family, yeah. and no matter what Greek organization you in, any of that, that's what HBCU Summerfest is promoting. It's just showing, like last year when I tell you, and you were seeing the recap video, man, it was all different kind of uh, schools there, yeah. but it looks. It looked like a big family reunion. What's crazy is yeah. you bring that up. We're in the video. Langston, yeah, I, was, I saw it. I had on the Langston, 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 Langston shirt. And he had our, uh, I don't know what you call it, a little flag thing, like a little baseball flag. Mm-hmm. I but I thought that was pretty fly. Like, first of all, Langston is a small HBCU. Yes, it it's is. It's in Oklahoma. Right. So all the time they asking, like, how'd y'all get here? Like, what's way out there? And to see your university, which is... It's like three LUs and two of us are orange and blue. Mm-hmm. And to see ours on there, I was like, oh, I know I'm messing with it, boy. They put yeah. on for the loo. Yes, that's exactly and my And then the fact that me and Randy, we both went there yeah. and then linked up back here from, this is what, three different places, four yeah. different places? Right. And back here. So you, the HBCU experience is like it's none like, other. It's lit. And like I said, the video was a very, I like, it was a selling point in the video. Absolutely. Like you got the, I wasn't, I wasn't in the band, but I was a cheerleader, but I remember the yard shows and the band playing. Like, I want to see stuff like that. I see y'all had step shows. I see you have artists performing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this it's is like about to be. like homecoming. Like they said. That's the promenade. And then. On Clark Atlanta campus every Friday night. And for $10, I'm like, oh my God. And I don't think people really looking at it like, 
I don't really think people have have heard enough about it yet, even from like some of the artists that we that we be going after. And like I told Blake, I was like, in five years, they're gonna need us more than we need them. Yeah. Period. And we're gonna have to sit back and go look at the tally sheet. Like, yo, you you we want to meet us halfway. Yeah. And I mean, we get the DMs every day from people, and then we entertain them, and then it's this crazy feed, and you like. You don't get it. You don't get it yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's something that's like our vision for even is bigger than just Piedmont Park. Um, we want to switch cities. We want like mm-hmm. like we, we we got a lot of more innovation behind it than just keeping it in Atlanta. Atlanta's dope, but we we figure like if we work with the people, the people work with us. Yeah. If we could take it uh, further south, uh, north. You know, you you really in a whole really conglomerate of HBCUs. Just you kind of centralized, right? Being right here in Atlanta, you could go to the Alabama right. uh, State, uh, Tuskegee, or you can go to the NCATS or go up through Bowie State. All of them, all of that is right. We kind of like in the middle. Right. Whichever direction you go, you you can't lose. Yeah. So we our goal for next year. We are already thinking next year. I mean, this is going to happen August 9th, tenth, and eleventh. But next year. We're looking forward to going to these universities, taking some time out just to really educate the people on what it is. Because a lot of people don't like to read. A lot of people not really looking into it. They want to see the visuals, and we have the visuals, but we want to know. We want people to know exactly what it is that we're trying to do. And um, this year, um, my JL Senior Foundation, we and it should hopefully is going to be annually. Um, I've been playing around with this scholarship that I do, and I named my father for the last what four years. I think yeah, we've we've done a um, scholarship for the last four years, and um, last year I wanted to do it, give it to a, a high school senior, a rising senior who's lost a parent. Mm-hmm. But I wanted you to write your essay, you know, and me, my brother, and my sister, my mother, we were gonna you know read the essays and go based off of that. So I'm still playing around with how I want to do it I love and, that idea. and have it and have it um, and, and, and bring this big check out and give it to somebody at the summer fest just to add to it and add add, a, add something to our our actual foundation. Still working on that, but if I can if I can start doing that, I want people to know what's really going on because we're doing some dope stuff and it takes people a while to catch on, but once they catch on. It's going to be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to get them out there. We're going to help you get them out there. All right, Jeff, well, we're going to take a quick break because you are giving us a load of information and letting us know what the HBCU Summerfest is all about. So when we come back, we're going to get right back into it, and we're going to let you guys know what activities are going down that weekend. So keep it locked on Black, Educated, and Broke. So I want to talk about the actual specific events that you have. So Friday, we got the HBCU Bar Crawl. That's going to be, that's off Peter Street. Yes, off Peter Street. Okay, so tell me, look, like, so if we just jump from bar to bar, we got like specials all night. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna have some specials, uh, HBCU specials. So, we are really encouraging people to wear t shirts, hats, keychains, whatever you got just to rep because we wanted to have that look. Um, it's not a situation where you have to come club dress, ladies and <laughs> fellas. You don't have to go get your uh, your mercies, your, your man purses and stuff like that. <laughs> Please, man, put on your tennis, put on your Tennessee State shirt, your Clark Atlanta shirt, hey. your fan you shirt, your Langston shirt, and come out and just let's drink, let's let's mix and mingle, and let's have a good time. That's the whole point of the bar crawl. Get sweaty cool. and have Get drinks. Get sweaty, and, <laughs> and that's still that's from six to ten p.m. Right. Okay, so then Saturday, okay, we got Piedmont Park. Okay, that, this is a little different. So this is the one that's from uh, one, 1 to 4. So tell us what's going on at that time. 1 to 4 is the college fair. So that's pretty much the high school students coming out talking to the college reps, um, as well as the tailgate. That's where the big thing yeah, is. It's 1 to 8 for the tailgate. 1 to 4 is just the college fair part of the tailgate. Yes. We, all, we, tra- we made it one thing. So that the high school students can see the tailgate as well. Because yes. just just playing around with what worked and what didn't work. Year one, we had it somewhere else. They didn't come. And it was just... We had it actually on a Thursday, which was good. But it didn't help us really promote HBCUs right. to these people. Yeah. To these high school students. So we're so making it all one. Yeah. So we're making it all one. Um, but 
one to four, that's when you can talk to the university. After four o'clock, we're gonna get the university some time to celebrate and have yeah. a good time as well. So, um, from four and on up, it's just tailgate. And when you think of a tailgate, you're thinking of you bring your tents, you bring your coolers, you bring your grills. That's the whole vision of it, and it's you ten dollars. Um, just chill. Just come out and just have a good time. You know, the other incentives come as they come. Like last year, we didn't know the concert was gonna be that big. But people like Bow Wow popped Yeah, I was like, I, I, I saw mean, like, he, and there was just a call, like, franchise was like, yo, Bow Wow, pull up. He drove around, got out, did lean with the rock. Yeah. And it just made it so much bigger. And uh, it, it was kind of like us trying to do a throwback or a throwback yeah. for, like, our eras and things like yeah. that. I mean, I know, like, the people in college now probably want to see Lil Baby and stuff yeah. like that. I want to see Lil Baby, too, though. But we get Please into stop. that. We get we get into that budget. We get into that budget where we gonna bring out little baby. If you listening, like you better get to it now. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Bow Wow. The price is going up. I'm okay with Bow Wow. Shad Shad Moss, you're okay with Bow Wow. You're you're fine. Is this okay. is this Shad Moss or a little Bow Wow? Uh, Aren't they the same person? Uh, no. <laughs> All right, my bad. Okay, but so you can okay, you bring a little lawn chair, you can park there and tailgate, or you can just it's yeah, like, it's a parking garage. It's a parking garage. You got to walk over because it is the promenade at Piedmont, so it's like it's like coming through where the belt line is. Yes, it's it's, it's 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 a nice amount of space. Um, ultimately, our our real vision of it, our real vision for this whole tailgate is so much more bigger. But this is make this is making it work right now, but. You know, it's a few things. You know, once you buy your ticket, you get directions on um, where to park and what to do and what to bring. And um, vendors get that their directions and things like that. So it's very well organized and put together as it relates to like logistics. Um, we just right now we're in the, like the final stretch where we're yeah. just trying to get people out there. Um, we're gonna give out. I mean, I, I'm gonna give y'all five tickets to give away. Um, just to give away to your listeners. Um, However you want to do it. I like that. And, um, just you can email us and let us know, and we can just email them the tickets. But however y'all want to do that, we got five tickets for you to give out. If you want to do it on your Instagram page, if you want, however you want to do it. But we just want to do it that way and just see if people really listening. Because if you listen in the end, if you just heard everything I said, there's no reason why you wouldn't want to. <coughs> exactly. So. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna take that. We're gonna. Y'all listening, because we got something coming up. We're going to probably raffle that. And the last thing, you guys are capping it off on Sunday with the brunch, brunch. at Penn and Proper. Yep. Who chose Penn that location? Um, It actually kind of fell in our lap um, with, with, with the young lady who was helping us with different things and different events. And what's crazy <laughs> about Penn and Proper is it's actually owned by Tennessee State. Cole alum. He oh. actually, I don't know if he graduated from Tennessee State. I know him. I don't know if he graduated from Tennessee State or went to Tennessee State and graduated from Michigan State. But I know at some point he went to Tennessee State, so he got some tiger in his blood. <laughs> um, and Penn and Proper is, is, is a great location. Yes. Um, it's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of space, good food, and we got enough space to put in a lot of people. So that's what we're going to work for. I am excited. I am too. I'm definitely in the building. I, I am not missing out. Yeah, it's going it's going down um, that whole weekend and um, a park outside. Right, I'm trying. Right, to I'm tell definitely you. about to be in that thing. So you. let them know how they can follow and, and get information. All, uh, all the deep. Okay, uh, you can follow the Summerfest at HBCU Summerfest uh, on Instagram. Our website is www.hbcusummerfest.com. You can get vendor information. Uh, College fair information, volunteer information, tickets, um, and on that on that actual Summerfest IG, you can go on there and um, DM us. We we I'm actually one of the people that work the page, so I'm very good with answering DMs. It's just not any crazy DM. I'll give you <laughs> I'll give y'all credit on that. When I sent the message to do this, right. the response was quick, yeah. which shocked me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have emailed it. it. It was a very quick response, like ten minutes. Yeah, it was real fast. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of different people that's, that has it. So okay. you know, we kind of have a group and like, yo, you know, we kind of that's that's the good thing about what we do. We try to stay hands on. That's good. No matter what, you know, I find, you know how sometimes you have some people set tripping and 
like, oh, I'm the founder. You do nah, we all hands on. We yeah. told, you know, That's like good. Blake said, hey, can you go do this? Cool, I can. I make it happen. Um, but that's the thing about it. We're trying to really get get down with the people and make sure they know that we want you there. We want we want everybody there from. It, you could, it doesn't matter an age. You don't have an age on it. It, it, it doesn't. Like my son was there last year. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So. Sound like it's gonna be popular. I'm gonna be there. Hopefully, my co-host can make it as I'm well. Gonna, I'm totally gonna be. There. I've already told so. my, uh, my my boyfriend and his dad is interested in going because he's. HBCU, okay, okay. Uh, Omega. Yeah, let's uh, let's get a cooler. Let's like, pull up. Let's do can it. Can we bring cooler? Oh, yeah, can you? cooler tent. Yeah. Let's get a cooler. Let's do it. I'm gonna yeah. give y'all a, a flag to represent. Why would I do that? Because you know, I'm I'm representing lights. I, 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 I got so, you. you know, thank oh, okay, you. Okay, cool. I'll be there in spirit. Yes. Yeah, I gotta cool. stop that. I, you know, within like the last couple years, you're right. So on our yard, like we take pride. If it ain't laced it, don't wear it. But I had a. One of my frat brothers give me an Alabama A&M track hoodie because I ran track and he ran track. I wore that thing more than I wore anything like that. Exactly. So now I'm kind of on this, you know, this bandwagon, I guess. <laughs> I, if it's HBCU, I'm wearing it. Yes. Don't give me no other schools. Yeah. If it's a PW, I don't care. If it's your JUCO, have fun. Thank Wait, you. Hold on. But hold on, if you got an HBCU shirt, I don't care where it's from. I'm going to wear it. No, I wear Texas A&M because my, yeah, cool. my brother goes there now. He could have so went to I wear, like, sister, to, uh, like the Texas A&M sister and stuff yeah. like that. I know. I was trying so hard, y'all, but his scholarship, it was a full-ride scholarship, and they gave him a list of schools that accepted it, and he went to that was the only school that was, You know, like, with the bigger picture, that he's educated he's now. He's got a degree, so we're going to focus on the positive. He's a, you know. Oh, I know you're the Okay, so I want to say. But, uh, but no, Jeff, we appreciate you coming down. We are excited. We're going to definitely make sure we get those giveaways. We feel informed, and we're going to make sure we spread the word. Like, oh, definitely. Because it's worth out. sharing. Thank yeah. you so much. And tell Thank Blake you. we missed Thank him. Absolutely. Blake. I really wish you would have, but you know what, that's okay, Blake, we're going to see you at the yes, Summer Fest. You know what, Randy, and we're going to be on stage hosting it, so we'll get and to be there anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black broke in the building. Speaking it into existence. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can make that happen. Claim that. Back. Say less. In say the name less. of Jesus, yes, Lord. <laughs> All right, thank you for your time, Jeff. All right, thank you. Black Educated and Broke is the only Atlanta podcast I'm listening to, and if you're not listening to it, you're missing out. Happy one-year anniversary, friends, from your girl, Najay. Here's to many more years of success, laughter, and happiness. <laughs> You're such a child. <laughs> All righty, here we go. Promo for Black Educated and Broke no, Podcast. No. Take one. No, we got to do this shit separate. We need to do this at the end. We just took a whole damn vote while you were going through Instagram. We was going to do it now to get it out well, the way. That's That's probably why like, I wasn't You listening. need to save this on a separate file anyway. No, I'm not. It's going to be too hard to chop this up and cut and paste it, right? It's not that hard. You, you would save it as a file by itself and then drop it, bloop, bloop, like that. Then I'd have to cut it out of here, put it in another file. Okay, well, you know, it's, it's cute, bro. It's what are we about to do now, Q? What are we doing? It's your world. We just you wrote the script. We just following the script. Oh, no, we are not following the script because we Is just made a script? script change. Oh, we got to follow the script, though. Tell <laughs> what the script say. You know, you know what? I'm just going to get into it, guys. So uh, did y'all hear about the state representative and her saying that the white man in public the white told man. her to go back where you came from, Wonder you lazy your lips. B-I-T-C-H? First of all, I was ready to punch that guy. Not because of what he said allegedly, because I wasn't there, but all I do believe our queen. I believe he said it. But for what he said, his reasoning behind it was because she had more than 10 <laughs> items. Who the fuck are you? Bro, you don't get to say this lady is pregnant. And granted, sometimes you can't tell if a woman is pregnant or they just had a few beers. But <laughs> this, it, it's not your place to enforce the 10 item or less rule on a checkout line, dude. Mind your business. He was having a bad day. I don't care. I don't care what his day was. It just got worse. What well, did you see? That you, they, no charges are being filed. I didn't see that, but I'm not surprised. That's the update. Well, Mike. Well, she's gonna have to uh, go Probably appeal civil. for um, charges. Cobb County is not filing. Yeah, Cobb County charges. Oh well, no surprise there. I'm 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 over the story. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, but with the guy, whether he was having a, a bad day or not, and his language, uh, that was a little unnecessary. Absolutely. But at, at the same time, like she got eleven items, and she's so in the what? the ten item or less yeah. checkout. Dude, mind you, but do do like like a couple radio shows I've heard this week. Roll your eyes and keep it moving. Yeah. Like don't don't worry about all that. And then also in in her case, but I get it. You know, pregnant uh, women with the the things you're battling as a, a yeah. woman that is pregnant. But at the same time, ma'am, I, I wish you would have handled that right then at the store. Yeah. And I I need a manager. I need yeah. a manager. And then if the manager can help you, then you know there's nothing wrong with tuning your home a little bit. Okay. Well, I am representative. Uh, what's her name? Erica Thomas. Yeah, uh, yes. I am representative Erica Thomas and. Uh, I will be uh, doing whatever you whatever you need to do to figure. Obviously, the if the manager couldn't help you, yeah. So going, she did the video crying. Then the guy actually showed back up with one of the local news channels yeah, when, doing no, an when, interview. When she was doing the interview, he walked up on her interview. Wasn't that with returning? That was a separate day, though, right? No, that was the same, that was the same day. day? Oh, yeah. okay. I'm about to say, how would he even know? Yeah, like, he came back up there and she was doing the recording. That was the, that would have been the same as the incident. Whenever she had the press conference, he came up. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it was that, a different day. Okay, that's the press conference. It, yeah, yeah. And he came, came on back up there. there. It's just been a lot for me. I'm so I had to do a, a Publix commercial on a radio station early, and I was just like, "Oh, speaking of Publix, <laughs> you know, uh, Maya, what's your thoughts on it?" That's that's that means you know that's the Maya thing. She ain't with the shit this time. I ain't with boy. the shit. I ain't never with the shit. She should have handled that right in there. First of all, you're pregnant. That gives you the leeway to act the fool. Yeah. You could have did that then and there. What could she have done then? Okay. Not even acting fool, being nice, nasty. I'm not even abreast of the the situation. Opposed to being on social media crying. Oh, she wouldn't. That was her in the car crying that day? Yeah. On a Facebook Live. That's what I'm saying. She did this video. I've only seen this part. Opposed to being in the car crying. I would have rather y'all show me showing my ass. She's emotional, man. I would have rather y'all show me showing my ass than showing me being vulnerable. And I don't, I hate to say it about a pregnant woman crying and being emotional, but being weak about a man attacking you. Mm. I'd rather you show me being that angry black woman stereotype getting in his ass right then and there. I'm oh, sorry. Well, we're, just... we're gonna we're gonna check you out, Maya, when you have a baby. We're gonna see how Maya <laughs> is at that point because, you know, that's coming from I get as someone who doesn't have children. Yeah. Who's very like I'm Emotional. a strong woman. So oh, yeah, you know. strong black woman. Yeah, that's how we leaving it at yeah. with her being pregnant because at the same time I guess the the going to everybody's going to these Facebook lives. Yeah, Everybody is like literally uh, this past weekend. Uh, I was seeing so many videos. They go on the Facebook live, crying about yeah, something. I and, but that like now. I said, in her case, you know, with her being pregnant, yeah. that could have been the reason. But at the same time, I, and I get what you're saying. Because yeah. um, black women, y'all not weak. Exactly. Not weak. But see, this here's my thing with this, and I, I clearly have a different opinion about it. To me, um, I, I don't think all oh, what she said, he said, he said. I don't believe that. She I did believe, retract that. You know, and then she was like, well, he said something like that, but like you just you just fe- messed up all your credibility. Oh, yeah, you but I, when he said, yeah, I did call you a lazy. Yeah, he, he came back and admitted I he said, said that. that. He's like, but I'm a Democrat. <laughs> He's like, I'm always going to be it. He's like, I'm Cuban, so I'm not trying to. And that's why I feel like she did try to kind of capitalize on a movement. She played victim. And that's why I'm like, dang, Instagram. now you kind of like. It's people like her really don't have to play because it's really happening, and now you kind of like doing a twist. And I just that part just I, I and, was and okay you with a her. politician, a Which Democrat, makes it worse. and a and a black woman like, capitalizing on, and playing man. victim off of what's going on in society like, right now. Stop. That's why I was like, I'd rather you show me showing my ass supposed to being on Instagram live right. crying and doing all that boohooing. Nah, you are gonna get me mad black right then and there. So y'all trying to tell me y'all think sis faking? I'm gonna think that she the that last part. She fabricated. The only the last part. Sis having a hot girl summer. Oh, Megan yeah. told her. <laughs> okay, you know what? Guess what's for she, you? She right? was lit at Speaking that of press hot conference. Girl summer, hot girl summer. I heard Megan was trademarking that. Okay, that's smart. I get that money. Yeah, she trademarking that since the. Uh, the whites have gotten a hold of it. Uh, but Representative <laughs> Thomas, she was a little on 10 at the press conference. Oh, yeah. So it yeah. could have been the same 10 in the checkout line. Tell her to keep the same energy. Well, guys, you know, nevertheless, if you haven't heard this story, you know, we may have it on our social media, so you can check in on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to kind of keep the news segment going with our Mellow News with Mike B. I have some news, though, Randy. Uh-uh. Well, you can tell us after the break. So keep it locked on Black Educated (laughs) Cam Pro. Mike's got something to say. 
Dr. Edith Irby Jones, the first black student to integrate the University of Arkansas for medical sciences in 1948, the first black female resident of Baylor College of Medicine and the first female president of the National Medical Association has died at the age of 91. This is your Black Educated and Broke Melanin News update. Earth, Wind, and Fire will become the first R&B group to receive Kennedy Center honors. They'll be the fourth music group overall to be honored following three rock bands. Four Chicago police officers have been fired over false statements made after the 2014 shooting of Laquan McDonald. The officer who killed McDonald, Jason Van Dyke, was found guilty of second-degree murder and 16 counts of aggravated battery, only to be sentenced to six years and nine months of prison after killing the 17-year-old. Sherry Murray. A Jamaican businesswoman who moved to New York from Jamaica at the age of nine is challenging Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, for District 14 in the House of Representatives. Murray tweeted that there is a crisis in Queens, and it's called AOC. Well, she's killing jobs with the intro of the Green New Deal, and she killed jobs with the Amazon deal in New York. We lost some $25,000, excuse me, 25,000 jobs um, with the rhetoric and forcing Amazon to move out of uh, New York in, in their hopes for having New York as their second headquarters. We have comprehensive immigration reform that needs to be tackled. We have infrastructure that needs to be tackled. We also have education that needs to be tackled. These are some of the reasons why I have tossed my hat into the ring and I'm in the race for Congress. That was Murray on Fox News. She is the fourth Republican to file for a run against AOC. Debate two for the 2020 Democratic presidential nominee will kick off next week, July 30 and 31st in the Motor City, Detroit. Night one will feature front runners, Senator Bernie Sanders and Senator Elizabeth Warren, along with Mayor Pete Buttigieg and Beto O'Rourke. Longtime friends Sanders and Warren will stand side by side with Mayor Pete and Beto to their outsides, along with six other candidates. Night two, which is expecting more fireworks, will consist of former Vice President Joe Biden, Senators Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, former HUD Secretary Julian Castro, and Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York. Biden and Harris will be placed side by side. They'll also be joined by five other candidates. Following the tragic death of the Baton Rouge icon Sadie Roberts Joseph, her celebration of life was held earlier this week. She was with us. She called Louisiana home and to our community. Let us not ever forget what Miss Sadie stood for. Education, love, unity. She was a leader in this community, a champion of the people, and her light and her legacy will live on. Prayer is powerful, and sometimes when we don't quite know what to do, we can always pray. And when it comes to Miss Sadie, we should all start with prayers of thanksgiving because we were blessed to know her and to have her. Currently, an attorney for the man accused of killing the 75-year-old is questioning where it's possible police could have illegally seized his DNA and planted it on the body just hours before the arrest warrant was issued. The arrest report includes that Bell's DNA was found on Roberts Joseph. He was a tenant of the civil rights activist and was about $1,200 behind in rent. We'll continue to have more of this story as more develops. For this and more Melanin News, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube page. Remember, you can listen to Black Educated and Broke on nine platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts for Android, and SoundCloud. I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. Well, I was just saying that this week, so it's been... Uh, 15 years since I actually watched wrestling. Wow. Yeah, I stopped watching it when I realized it was bogus. <laughs> but this week, Raw had a reunion, and they brought back everybody, well, almost everybody from my childhood. The only person really missing was The Rock. 
The Rock wasn't even in the there. The Rock wasn't there. The Rock busy. Okay. Yeah, he, he doing Hobbs he and Shaw. Working. But they had Hulk Hogan. Oh. They had D Generation X. Okay. They had Rakishi. Oh. Mark Henry. Yep. Black Power. Ric Flair. Hey. <laughs> And Stone Cold Steve. Austin. Oh, yeah. The what about the Undertaker? Undertaker wasn't there. Undertaker wasn't there. Kurt Angle was there, though. Oh, dang. Kurt Angle was there. And well, Undertaker's I, not retired. <laughs> He's still like an active uh, employee of the WWE. A lot of those, yeah, they have Triple, like a whole Triple separate. Too. Yeah, they have Is like he on? You know, they got Triple the different H brands and yeah, all that. Yeah, he was stuff. in DX, X Pac. All the the whole DX. Did he Shawn say Triple Michaels. H was there? Yes, Triple H was there. Uh, the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. That was the 90s, man. My brother Good was a years. fan of the I, Man, I the lost, 90s were amazing. I lost it. D, <laughs> DX came out, and it was some other little boy band wrestling group that imitating them. <laughs> and they did the Suck It. I lost it. Oh, the so Suck I did, It. So I did like the Suck It and yelled it out. And King was like, Suck oh, It. Oh, no, and no, I tell no. You, I cried. <laughs> it was the funniest shit of the okay, night. He going to go be saying it to the hey, kids. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't no, Q, <laughs> no. Anyway. He could say it. But yeah, Stone Cold came out. It, it was dope. Okay, well, I, yeah, I was, <laughs> like a, a, I was a wrestling fan. The so. 90s were amazing at Attitude WWF. Yeah, they added to the era. WWF. I don't know nothing about no WWE. What's, what's the difference? Well, they uh, changed it. World um, Wildlife Federation sued them over oh, yeah, name that. infringement. Mm-hmm. So they changed it from WWF to WWE, which was Worldwide World Wrestling Entertainment. What was the F now? Federation, the World Wrestling Federation, and then also with the decline of the other brands, the uh, Ted Turner's brand, WCW, uh, their decline, and what was the other brand uh, that a lot of those wrestlers um, came from? ECW, yeah, ECW. ECW. So I mean, it just uh, after getting sued, it just it sound better. World Wrestling Entertainment because so they fun. nobody has touched them. It's like another company out now, but nobody nobody oh, can still touch. Mankind them. was there. Well, he was Mankind, he was Dude Love. Mick Foley. He was Mick Mick Foley. Foley. (laughs) Yeah, he did all of those. Cactus Jack. Why he have so many names? I don't remember that. He he was different characters. That was the beauty. That was his persona. He was this crazy guy. Yeah, Mankind. I I like Mankind more than I like any of the rest of them. But he was the man. When was this? This is the Attitude Era. This is the early 90s. I mean, mean, when was the middle late 90s? This, when did you see this? This record? When did oh, that was Monday. So, is this annual that they've been doing? They've been, they they do, because, you know, they get to like the 500 and they did the big 1000. Yeah, this was 1000 and something. So, they did okay. a raw reunion. So, maybe this is going to be annual. Maybe. I hope maybe it is. It's good, it's good to see the people you grew up on and yeah. the, the fact that the respect that they get one year. Um, and the video went viral on YouTube. They did like a, it was like a reunion, mm-hmm. and so they had the tag teams come out. Oh Lord, and, I lost it. And for me, you know, we always talk about black excellence, and we forget about the black wrestlers. But the guy Ron Simmons, better known as he was Farouk. on there last night. Oh, they was out there. That's yeah. what I saying. Because like he he was a uh, you know uh, champion on top of the he fact was. that he started this tag team. D-Lo, bro. Uh, old D-Lo. Ugh. But uh, Ron Simmons, my favorite character, because as he, as he got older and you know he became the the legend at WWE, they would just walk up to him and he just look around and he say, "Damn, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it, it makes your night." That shirt on last <laughs> night. That's all it say. It just say, "Damn, I love it." Black excellence, all right there. I love it. I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. All right, guys, we're back here on Black Educated and Broke. Maya Poo. What it do? Girl, what's happening? <laughs> Why you always laugh at you always make it sound like so cuckoo. Like, oh, you're, you're talking so, to a kid. You're like, so innocent. I'm innocent. And the Run Lord this back died. to season one. <laughs> no, run, run this back to season one. Uncut. All right, y'all, what it do? What's popping? This Maya and this weekend. I'm sorry, y'all. I really only got one thing for y'all. But I know you're going to love it. It's free. It's free. It's free. We love free. And we love free. Free is for me. All right. So it's the ninth annual ice cream fest in Atlanta. It is at Piedmont Park, Saturday, July 27th. Again, it's free. It starts at 11 and it ends at 6. Oh, I have time to go after work. I know. Well, that's such a cute date. It is really that at is. Piedmont? It is at Piedmont. Ooh. So take your booze, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Get some ice cream, you know. It's hot this weekend. It's going to it's going to reach the 80s, I believe, and it'll probably feel like Ooh. the 90s. Yeah. All right. So you know, go to the Piedmont. Piedmont Park is huge. There's so many different vendors. Go grab some ice cream. Take a walk around the park. Enjoy the sunlight. Bathe 
get that melanin and popping because you know we like to glow before the summer ends. And you know, just relax. It's like Piedmont Park, you can never go wrong. Well, you know, I want to add on that after that because that ends at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be hanging in at my B crib. That's the after party spot at Siete, yes? Yeah, but uh, why are you putting out my info a, on the air? Wait, they don't know where you're going. You don't your business. You really don't. Because I'm excited that I have a whole Saturday plan now. Mike is like the Atlanta ambassador. You don't know who know where Mike stay. They gonna pull up. Matter of nah, fact, we can charge him. He's to go to his house. I, use, I feel like you're saying that. Nah, but at the same time, you can charge him the park, Atlanta ambassador. Listen, city council people, mayors, everybody been to my house. Rappers, all of them. Everybody been over there. Rappers. You're in a relationship. You need to calm down. My I'm dad. not. So what's good? I'm not. So what's good? Because your girl, girl is looking. Summer. No, I, is I, I, put, I put myself on the bench for the rest of the summer because wow. I was a little bit too I'll much acting about. up. And you know, coaches don't. So anybody took you to see Lion summer? King or nothing? I went to see Lion King. Who took you? Don't worry about she that. Was, you know what I'm saying? Faking. Yeah, you faking. I'm Y'all faking. said a, a hot girl summer was you about getting your coins and living life and enjoying life. So how you yeah. put that on the back burner? You supposed to enjoy life. I am enjoying life. But I'm not, you know, popping pussy on yeah, every That's other. not what it means. Well, this is a clean that. family show. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it? How was Lion King? That's how we know it's a It was okay. No, go ahead. Sorry. How was Lion King? It was okay. You seen yourself on screen? No. Yeah. Beyonce? What's the, what's the Nala? She was actually you very distracting. Play, you could play a live Nala. Because you kept hearing her voice and couldn't see the character. Her and Donald Glover were both very distracting. Because really? when I hear Donald Glover's voice, I automatically think about Atlanta. Yeah. And when I think about Atlanta, I think about my favorite episode. They're at the club and they had the fight, the shooting <laughs> yeah, in the that, club. That's what and I they were heard in the about parking lot two, and then the invisible car ran over the people. Oh, I think about that. So I was in there just laughing. Okay. And then with Nala being Beyonce, every time I heard Beyonce's voice, I couldn't differentiate between Nala and Beyonce. Holy so it was very yeah. distracting. Okay. Okay. And That's then, what I heard though, with, those, with those two voices. Level. It was just like they was just reading. Yeah, they, uh, Donald was, Glover you know, and Beyonce. And I, it was just like they were yeah. reading. Their chemistry, like throughout the whole movie, like I understand, like it's animated. Well, almost animated is CGI, so it's voiceover. So you really don't have to be in the same room with everyone. So the chemistry kind of wasn't was, there. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, my. On top of the fact that um, Timon and Pumbaa, they stole the show for me. But oh, they stole, they stole yeah, the show. They, they were going to. They, they were going com- to comic relief. Yeah, but um, I just didn't appreciate how you know Mufasa in the the cartoon version. His death was a cinematic. Hold on, moment. Mufasa dies. I didn't know that. Cue <laughs> uh, this movie is twenty five years old. <laughs> if you ain't seen it by now, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell uh, you. I told you I had it on VHS. <laughs> But listen, how did James? How did James sign? I really believe Mufasa's dying in the cartoon was when all of us felt grief for the first time as a child. Yeah, it was pretty hard. So it was a very. No, Bambi was the first time for his mama died. Well, you know, for my generation, it was Mufasa. So I'm sorry. Well, my my era of the generation, I was around for Bambi, but it didn't hit. It didn't hit like Mufasa dying. I didn't understand it until Mufasa died. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with this live action, I was very disappointed at how non-cinematic it was. <gasps> they didn't make it dramatic. It, they did, oh, and it wow. sounded like James Earl Young really didn't want to be in it. Star James Earl Jones, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, I'm sorry. The legend. He is a legend. He, my Mufasa. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It just sounded like he didn't want to be there. Like save me. It was very monotone. <laughs> That, very, that's what I'm hearing bad. about the voices. Wanna, I think I think y'all should see it for yourselves. I think everyone yeah, should go see it for see themselves. It. I think Support I got it. it. It really is the number one movie <laughs> in the world right now. It, it broke records being the number one movie in the world right that's now for you this first that's weekend. Good. Did it do better than Black Planet? I mean Black Planet. Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, numbers are still being ran. Numbers are still being ran. It's still the first. Like it's still it's within the first week of release. Okay. So give it some time. Um, but you talking about just opening weekend? Yeah, I don't think I don't think now worldwide it, it sold now worldwide, yeah, worldwide it, it, it made did. a lot yeah. of money. But, but I like, think like statewide it was what a hundred and eighty five million. It's around those millions. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. I think it was billion actually. Last oh, time I saw. That's wonderful. But yeah, they definitely did very well. But I think it had to do with Beyonce's name being attached. To it. Absolutely. In the, in the oh, soundtrack, they they've made well. the movie more about her. Than yes, the movie. and I didn't appreciate that. 
Well, did y'all see the story that came out today about how, you know, when they took that big picture? She's not in it, She's actually. Photoshopped. Yeah, yeah, she's Photoshopped and, you know, in it. You can actually like, tell if you look at it, too. Yeah, well, but when they pointed gap. it out, mm-hmm. there's a huge gap. There was a trailer of the, because the I guess the director, one of the executive producers, is one of the uh, leaders at Marvel. I forget his name. He's actually played in Captain America. Uh, not Captain America, Iron Man. But uh, if you watch some of the trailer, like, everybody was pretty much together recording. But, of course, you didn't see... Uh, James Earl Jones, I believe he's in New York. I think he lives in New York because he still does a lot of uh, Broadway. Uh, even even over eighty, even over eighty, he still does a lot of Broadway. And of course, Beyonce wasn't there because like you actually see Seth Rogen and the uh, other character that played mm-hmm. the guy that played Timon with Donald Glover in the background and their little booth set up actually yeah, recording, going, recording yeah. and going back she's and forth. She's too big a star. Think about it. She's way bigger star than True that. And I, I think the guy, Donald Glover, is uh, is is killing the game right now. He very, is. very, very Tell gifted. Yes. Beyonce is very, very gifted. Uh, they are OGs doing what they need to do. Uh, making black culture, black excellence. So, you know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do to, to yeah. sell the movie. Because for a lot of people, of the, movie, the these Disney makeovers are not hitting the way they did with they us. Uh, I'm excited about the we're, we're, Little Mermaid. Are way too high for no, yeah. honestly, though, leading but up it's, to it. But it's the animation because the Jungle Book, the Jungle exactly. Book was leading actually up to it, pretty, was pretty that's not a, decent. That's not a Disney, but it is a, a live it is action. It is Disney. Live action. Good. It's live action. Jungle Book live action, Beauty uh-huh. and the Beast uh-huh. live action, Aladdin live action. All of that leading up to Lion King was amazing. Which so is I the had best Disney movie high, ever. So it should be lit, It should be lit. But it was just I I don't know Maybe it was just me Because I'm such a big Lion King fan I, I yeah. have two tattoos Dedicated to it I go to the musical I see the Broadway show yeah, I mean just the thing is, The Lion the King did all of that backwards. You know The expectation w- was very high But and like I'm, we're gonna go see it. I'm still gonna go see it and um, check it out. But yeah. I, I guess you want to expect more because it's live action to the yeah. technology, and then the the people that you could have got to voice over. Um, uh, I think I think like um, Alfred Woodard is was the perfect for Sarabi because of that really motherly hear her voice. That much. You did. That's the thing. Sarabi was a character. Sarabi didn't have a lot of roles. They gave Beyonce more roles for Nala than they did for Sarabi, which made it like Like, why? Sarabi get knocked out by Scar at the end of the movie. She got to go let Scar know. Go watch it. Because she's still the queen. Go watch it. Go watch it. Because Nala had her own separate storyline as well, and it just didn't. It didn't make sense. More Nala than in the animated movie. Yes. And my dad was like, maybe. My dad was talking to him about. He was like, maybe because you're the Beehive gonna come after this show. But you know what? We appreciate the follows. And the likes. Yeah, my dad was like, "You're a media major, so maybe you're looking at it more differently than we were because you have like a different eye for like all the editing and everything." The editing was amazing. Everything CGI was amazing. It was just the acting. Yeah. I, I think it was rushed. It was definitely rushed. Okay. But I, I think everybody should watch it. Form their own opinions. Comment on our uh, Instagram page at me on Twitter. Let me know oh, how me you on think. Twitter too. Because Beehive I want to know. We need to make this over discussion because Lion King. <laughs> Y'all know I'm a rider that Lion King, young Simba, young Nala, OG. Okay, help me understand because I, it didn't do it for me. I believe well, you. I'd rather go back. No, all the people I've seen review this movie haven't had any good things to say. I'd rather go back and watch Aladdin. Okay, guys. Well, Maya has spoke her piece <laughs> of what's popping in Atlanta and what's popping in her personal world. So, guys, you can Nada. just you go see The Lion King and you let us know what you think, okay? We're actually going to even do a poll on our social media and we're going to play it out that way, okay? Well, guys, we are pretty much at the end of the show. Do you guys want to say something positive for our listeners? Say something positive, Maya. Not, not just positive. I wasn't about to say nothing. Did but I say I can. something to you? Don't put your hand over here like I can't talk. My hand is like by my face. Now. Who I wish I recorded here. it. Maya, you got Good something Lord. positive. Okay. I posted this on my Insta story earlier today. Okay. So the quote is, slow progress is still progress. And that was all she wrote. All right. It's been your girl, Randy O. I'm Mike B. It's Maya. And I'm the takeover. That was good, Maya. Bye, guys. Support <laughs> HBCUs. Oh, yeah. I felt like that was fitting for what he was talking about.